You're listening to Weird Medicine with Dr. Steve on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Weird Medicine contains mature content and may be offensive to some listeners. I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast it with the wave, an ultrasonic, echographic, and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for all my ailments, the health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease. So I'm paging Dr. Steve. Dr. Steve. From the If You're Not Hereafter What I'm Hereafter, You'll Be Hereafter I'm Gone, capital of the world, it's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal, P.A. John. Hello, John. Oh, shit. It would help if I turn... Boy, this is Rocky, our first show for the Riotcast Network. Hello, Steve. And I'm already effing it up. So. And we also have in the studio, G-Back, the lovely and talented. Good evening, boys. And Adedictomy Todd, the master barber with multiple penis tattoos on his arm. How you doing, bro? And in the uh, studio audience, we have uh, Todd's lovely wife, Ashley. Hello, Ashley. Hello. She's actually running the chat room. And uh, But if you're listening to this on Riotcast, it's pre-recorded, so uh, we'll give out the numbers to call if you have a medical question, all that kind of stuff. Uh, this is a show for people who would never listen to a medical show on the radio or on the Internet. If you have a question you're embarrassed to take to your regular medical provider, if you just can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call at 347-766-4323. That's 347-Doctor. No, no, I knew you were going to do that. Dang, it's God. not. It's Poohhead. What? Okay, here's the here's the thing. Okay, let why me, do you have turn the music up there? I'm going to tell you why. When we're recording this live, and by the way, you need to be watching for the Skype calls to I'm come through. I'm watching. Uh, when we're recording it live, we will take calls on four two three three four three eight 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 four. Okay, this is confusing. So I'm just I, what I planned on doing was just leaving that up for people who come to our UStream channel to see. But if you want to leave a voicemail so that we'll answer it on the show. The number is 347-766-4323. That's local to Manhattan. Uh, it's 347-POOHEAD. That's it makes it easy to remember. Um, uh, you know, I'm a medical professional, a grown man, and I chose POOHEAD to be our number. So, um, <laughs> So if you're listening to us live, uh, give us a call at the other number, the 423-DIE-2D. But if you're listening to us pre-recorded and uh, you want to leave a voicemail, um, call us on the uh, 347-766-4323 number. I know it's confusing. We'll, we'll, we'll work it out. Um, the, 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 the thing I would like to do with this is um, if you call with your cell phone, pull over so that we don't get a lot of road noise. Try to get the audio as good as you can. But if you call with your cell phone, it really helps because I will text you back. Until we get to the point where I'm just completely inundated with phone calls, I'll try, I try to text back everybody. I'm behind by about 200 phone calls right now, so I'm working on it. I'm trying to work through them. We're not inundated yet? Yeah, well, uh, 
uh, what I can do now, what happened was when we went on vacation over Christmas, we didn't record for like six weeks, and that's when I got way, way, way behind. So what I'm doing now is those people, I kind of said, oh, well, fuck you. We're not going to answer your calls. But You uh, lose. And They're probably dead by now. Anyway. What's funny is I uh, go I, – I do – try to work through those old calls and every once in a while i'll you know i'll text somebody an answer to their question they'll say wait a minute who is this and i'll say it's dr steve you texted me and they said well dude it was like four months ago so but i'm trying i promise um so anyway there you go uh uh, if you want to check out our podcast, go to riotcast.com or go to our website at weirdmedicine.com for medical news and stuff you can buy uh, or go to Cafe Press slash Weird Medicine for stupid merchandise. We're working on transitioning our merchandise away from uh, Cafe Press into another site, so stay tuned for that. Really, the only thing we're going to have is the only thing that ever sells, which is our Bristol Stool Scale mug, which is basically a mug with all of our names on it and then pictures of fecal matter that you can grade depending on their consistency so while you're drinking your morning joe and sitting on the pot you can grade your stools and keep a diary do whatever you want to with the data i don't care um but it it can be most uh, fascinating um um uh, pastime. Most importantly, though, we are not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on this show without talking it over with your doctor, nurse practitioner, physician's assistant, pharmacist, master barber, or guy that sells you uh, used car parts. Um, so, uh, one of the things that I thought we would do, since this is our first show for the new network, and anybody who happens to be listening from Twitter, um, I guess I just realize that we're not supposed to be talking about that we're doing this for riot cast oh well it's uh too late so uh i'm kind of blowing it but i figure there's probably 40 people who actually are listening right now live because i just tweeted it out on my twitter and didn't this isn't a scheduled show so i think we're okay but um um what i thought we would do is play a little bit of the um, introduction to weird medicine that we first um, uh, made for Sirius XM when we made the transition from XM radio to Sirius XM radio. Uh, we had new bosses, and we had to basically repitch our show to them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have that somewhere here. Wait. What? What? Yeah. Yeah. What? What, dude? You mean this isn't going to be on TMZ or Entertainment Tonight <laughs> or CNN? <laughs> What? I thought this was break, groundbreaking news. Oh, well, you just blew it. I did break it. I did blow it. Um, I probably f- fucked up really bad, actually. <laughs> Although, you know, I, I think they want to make this announcement, and it's like, it's just us. Who cares, really? <laughs> I mean, ultimately, who cares? I, I think I think we'll be all right. But yeah. I hope so, anyway. <laughs> anyway. You got, like, four fans out there creaming their pants because you're on Riot Cast. No. Yeah, you do. Wood no. floor's creaming. No, it's seven. <laughs> Including double vasectomy Todd and Jefferson the Shyster on third mic. Uh, John, people sometimes wonder how a medical show could thrive on XM202 slash Sirius 197. Do you remember doing this now? No. We did this. Um, when did the when did the merger happen? Was it three, four years ago? You know, I'm trying to remember exactly when the date. So I had to was. make this 15 minute introduction mm-hmm. to weird medicine to play for the bosses so they can hear it. So, but I thought it. We'll listen to it. It may be hilariously stupid, or it may just be boring. If it's boring, we'll just tell the story ourselves. Hang on. And on the surface, it does seem like a weird fit. Yeah. 
But uh, in the end, no pun intended, it <laughs> works, as these snippets from our first studio appearance on Opie and Anthony prove. I got to tell you, like, uh, we have a lot of people that stop by and say hi. And uh, in between uh, commercials during the other side of the show, Anthony and Jimmy ran off to, to meet Dr. Steve. And I'm thinking to myself, man, you know, these guys never run off to meet anybody. No. But Dr. Steve is in-house, and you guys ran off to say hi to him. Dr. We love Steve Dr. Steve is uh, legendary. Absolutely. Yes. Who else can I call and ask chlamydia and hepatitis questions to? <laughs> Doc, uh, walk us through it. Uh, let us know what you're doing. Yeah, uh, take your time, please. First, I'm uh, approaching the area. Okay. Well, he sure is. <laughs> this is the first time of... Okay, let's give a little background. We were sitting there in the studio on the bleachers. This was at the old XM studio with Opie and Anthony. Yeah. Now, uh, Opie, when he first commented on that, that's when they were doing the uh, radio show on terrestrials. So we were at the yes, we went to the old. We went to uh, Howard Stern's old studio. Oh wow! Hung okay. out there for a while. And when we first walked in, and then we did the walkover with him. And so then the Opie just walked by and he said, "Hey, is that Doctor Steve?" While he's walking by, uh, <laughs> going to do whatever he was doing, and then he just said, "Hey, we're going to get you on the other side." Meaning, we'll do. You're not for the CBS show, right? You're for the XM show. So John and I just thought that we were going to sit in the bleachers. And um, at one point, they went to take a break, and Ope says, uh, "We're uh, and next, Doctor Steve's going to come in the studio and answer some of your medical questions." And I was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> no clue, because they're not real like plan ahead kind no, of guys." They're not. Um, I, I figured we'd sit on the bleachers, and Danny would come out with a mic, and we could plug our show, which we were going to do. And uh, we we had a deal to do a single show for Sirius XM. It was part of the Pest Golden Ticket. I think we were the only ones that ever did anything with that. Um, uh, where Opie had said, you know, if the Pests have an idea for a show, just, you know, uh, send it in and we'll see what we can do. So I immediately sent in the idea for this show. Steve Carlisi uh, uh, emailed me back immediately, said, I love this show, uh, the idea a lot. Let's see what happens and then Opie greenlit it you know a, a couple weeks later so uh, so anyway uh, we had a deal to do a 90 minute show at 10.30 to midnight and uh, we we just figured that we would um, uh, go in there and, and sit on the bleachers and anyway so he called us in and the next thing I know Opie's looking at me going now are you one of those doctors that sticks their finger up people's asses and I'm like oh yeah yeah I do that all the time he said well can you do it here now and I was like well, no, I don't have a license to practice medicine in New York. And they said, oh, that's not a problem. We're just we're just playing around. We're just being silly. <laughs> and I said, well, I would need gloves. And I figured that surely they don't have gloves. And then Than, Brian at the time, goes thunk and, and thunks down this box of, of uh, latex gloves next to me. I said, well, and really I would have to do it with lube. And then clunk on the other side of me, Than had this pack of lube. It was some ah. strawberry-flavored lube from some fucking place. I had I couldn't get out of it. So, so anyway, so that's what's going on. Here. I'm separating the buttocks, the medial region. I'm placing my finger on the rectum. Okay. Yeah. Ha! Head up. And now we are examining the prostate, sweeping from left ah. to right, <laughs> up and down. Feels normal. Ah! And Ow. we're done. Thank God. <laughs> that was the great Pat Duffy, by the oh, way. God. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! Is it Yeah, I don't. Oh. <laughs> I didn't see his face. 
<laughs> Actually, uh, I got a commentary. Sounds like Adam West. Adam West? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Batman. Like the original. Oh, Batman. Catwoman. <laughs> wow. he, he does impressions while he's got a finger in your hand. <laughs> he does these impersonations, and if you're not coming from the prospect, you think it was the real people. You know what? I, I think for the first time, I'm going to listen to 202 on a Saturday night. Now, the fact that we're in a... That was huge, by the way. When he, oh, yeah. You remember when he said yes. that? And for Greg Opie Hughes <laughs> mm-hmm. to, to say something like that to us at that time, was that was a huge boost. Yeah. Now, that night, we show up to do the first show, and who's standing there but Anthony and his girlfriend, Melinda. And I'm like, what are you guys doing here? He's like, oh, I just figured I'd hang out and watch you do your show. And again, I'm like, what? Because <laughs> I'm sitting in his seat. John is sitting in Norton's seat, yeah. right? And here we are doing a show in their studio in front of him. Wow. And uh, what what was great about it was after it was over, he walked up to us. You know, we could hear them laughing, and they were, you know, they they laughed at all the right places, and they right. went ooh and <laughs> at all the right places, and uh, he came up to us and said that was the best first show I've ever heard in my life, and that was just fucking huge. And then yeah, it was all hell broke loose in the studio outside, which I won't tell that story. Maybe someday we'll tell that story, yeah. but uh, we went from being on cloud nine to being in this shit. The, the the shit dumpster within uh, thirty seconds because something was going on out in the uh, the uh, outer studio that was uh, uncool. <laughs> so, but anyway, I'll just tease that for a future show. Uncensored medical show doesn't mean that we talk like shock jocks and no. drop gratuitous f bombs. I mean, that used to be true. You know? <laughs> I was like, well, what show are we doing? Now, that used to be true. When we first started, I used to yell at John for saying fuck on the air. Really? And, uh, yeah, because it was like, dude, we're uncensored because the the uh, our clients can call in or our you know listeners can call in and ask questions, and we don't have to censor them. But we should remain reasonably professional. Somewhere you know, over the last five years, I kind of dropped that role. John wore you down. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I realized he was getting all the yucks. The way I, I like to explain it is it means we can answer any question our listeners have without regard to content. Right. We found that we don't have to be funny. Right. The material is interesting and generally funny on its own. Right. Ultimately, our listeners know they can ask us anything, especially things they'd be uncomfortable asking their regular medical providers. And by the way, uh, one of our we do have a couple of policies on this show, and one is uh, that we try not to ever make anybody sorry that they called us. You know, mm-hmm. so if it uh, we we <clears throat> fart around a lot on the show, but we do answer our medical questions at least at some point <laughs> during the answering of the question. We will give out real medical advice, uh, although um, it, it, this is an entertainment show for entertainment purposes only. So uh, take everything we say with a grain of salt, um, because you know we're answering stuff off the cuff. A lot of times, especially when we're taking live calls and you just never know, we may say something wrong. So, you know, double-check everything. But But we try to give out good information. But if you call with uh, 12 Barbie heads shoved up your ass that you have difficulty getting out. We will make fun of you. Absolutely. (laughs) And rightly so.
my stomach just erupts like a fire hydrant in the South Bronx in July. Yeah. I mean, what is the deal with the IBS? Can you just explain a little bit about what is actually happening and how to prevent it? I had a mastectomy about a week ago. Yes. And besides the the right side seems way more bruised than the left side. Is okay. that normal? Uh, yes. Um, on my testicles, I have swollen, clogged, sebaceous glands. Yes. And? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. Okay. How do you, can you get rid of them? I had a vasectomy about a year and a half, two years ago, and now my wife is uh, thinking that I should go and have it reversed, and I was wondering about how complex uh, is that procedure and how painful, or, you know, how long is it going to take? Well, I uh, recently had a vasectomy, and uh, in fact, the stitches aren't quite healed up yet, and I've got uh, sort of under the right stitches, I've got this little blob, it's almost like a little growing third nut. By the way, just in case you didn't know, that is double vasectomy Todd. He was one of the first callers we <laughs> no ever had on the way. show. I didn't even recognize myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did, wow. right away. Yeah. Yeah, wow. And I, I, saw I remember a, the call, but yeah. I didn't recognize my own voice. Yeah, that was you. Let's run that back because you do sound different. And that's it, that whole thing with old recordings always make you sound like your voice is higher. I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. Compression that. and all that yeah. is different. Complex uh, is that procedure and how painful, or, you know, how long is it going to take? Well, I uh, recently had a vasectomy, and uh, in fact, the stitches aren't quite healed up yet. And I've got. Uh, sort of under the right stitches i've got this little blob it's almost like a little growing third nut hello you're on weird medicine what can we do for you yeah i got a question my girlfriend's kind of adventurous and uh, her new thing she wants me to do is she wants me to lick her ass and i'm kind of wondering what the dangers or what could happen to me or what's the worst case scenario or if it's uh it's sanitary at all ass. sure well it's no it's it's absolutely not sanitary <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> I'm sorry. That I, was a good line. I'm sorry. I couldn't. I couldn't wait on that one. <laughs> so, what is the danger? You we can, heard it. Thank you. <laughs> Hang on a second. Hey, we got a phone call. Area code two hundred seven. You're on Weird Medicine. Hey, Doctor Steve. What is it that? true that uh, urine will cure athlete's foot? We got asked that question the on first the show. very first show. And uh, it's interesting that um, people use urine for a lot of different things. And I, I saw recently on uh, My Strange Addiction, this woman who bathes in urine and drinks it and all this stuff. And we've heard of uh, 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 boxers and stuff that will drink their own urine because they don't want to lose the vitamins because you piss out B vitamins. Well, guess what? When you do that, you're going to piss them out again. So if you want to take a fucking vitamin, just take a fucking vitamin. Don't drink urine. Well, um, urine has um, uh, uric acid in it, which is where it gets its name from. And um, there are people that will use your uric acid for uh, I'm sorry, urea. I, scratch everything I just said. We've been drinking all night, so uh, they will use urea uh, on thickened toenails to soften the toenails so that they can be uh, scraped off or burred down. Okay, so urea sinks into the skin and kind of hydrates the skin. Do you use it? You're nodding your head, Todd. So do you guys use urea for this? I don't use it at all. In, he just in pisses barbering, on people's toenails. but I like to piss on people's feet. No. <laughs> No, I'm just sort of familiar with the chemistry because I went through barber school. I okay. know what that would do to tissue. That's but, all. So, so urea, and, and that's where this myth came from that uh, urine will kill athlete's foot because actually urine, to my knowledge, unless you've taken 
a uh, an antifungal pill that is excreted in your urine uh, will not have any antifungal effects, but it will hydrate the skin and make it look healthier. But um, that's not the same thing. So yeah, don't piss on your feet. Just go buy some uh, Lamisil uh, over the counter and put it uh, put it on your feet. Now, if it won't go away, uh, that's a after using Lamisil, that's a good reason to go see a doctor. Okay, All dude. Right. Gotcha. All right, man. I'm pissing on my foot then. <laughs> no, don't piss on your foot. You can. I mean. Thanks, doctor. Okay, it wouldn't man. hurt him, would it? All right. No, it wouldn't hurt. Was it? Was it just because he was on the phone that we were echoing back? Did, Did you, you hear? hear it? I heard a little bit. I think he was just he was listening to us at the same time. All right, because yeah. I was hearing us like a couple seconds back. Did you have something, Ashley? Um, yeah, we have somebody who might be calling from area code nine one four, but he wanted to know basically: if, are there any natural slash over the counter remedies for toe fungus? Okay, well, uh, area code nine one four is calling right well, now. Perfect. Are you on, are you there? Hey, buddy, how you going on? Good man. How's what's going on? Did she just steal your thunder? <laughs> No, 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 no. Well, there's a little bit more background to me. Um, about a year ago, I had cellulitis on my uh, left foot, and I noticed that where the the cellulitis had started on my one of my toes, that toenail has uh, fungus kind of growing around that uh, that toenail. Okay. I was wondering if there are any like natural remedies, sort of like something over the counter stuff that I didn't have to go to the doctor to get a prescription for that would help with that. Okay, let me tell you something. Um and I'm having trouble with your audio. Are you listening to us on Ustream right now? Uh, no, I'm listening on a cell phone. I'm talking to you on the cell phone. Uh, okay, <laughs> I know. But were you actually listening to the show on Ustream? Ashley's yes, nodding her head. Okay, let me cut. Let me knock you off and let you listen to it on the on the uh, uh, on the computer because I'm having trouble with your audio. Okay, dude. Okay, no problem. Okay, yeah, we'll answer it though. All right, I forgot what he was calling about. <laughs> Next he question. <laughs> um, here, here's a. He said he had a. I have to figure out how to make how to ride the levels on Skype. That's right, my problem right. I'm having. Um, uh, independently from our levels, uh, I had toenail fungus. I developed it when I was around 45, and my toenails became thickened and uh, uh, brittle. And so I tried every over-the-counter thing that I'd been told because I wanted to try them and see. One thing I tried was va- uh, Vicks VapoRub. I was told to try that because it would sink through the nail and kill the fungus. I tried um, oil of oregano, okay, and I put that on there. Nothing. Didn't work. Uh, what else did I try? Um, I tried all kinds of over-the-counter crap, oh, including Lamisil, which does not sink into the nails. It's got to go all the way to the nail bed. That's yeah. the problem. When you put something on the nail, the fungus isn't that's not the fungus that's the problem it's the fungus right next to the nail bed and so it would have to sink through that inch of thickened toenail yeah well you got to think the toenail only exists to protect the nail bed basically Right. right and the infection is actually between the nail bed and the toenail itself so putting stuff topically uh probably isn't um going to be very effective at least so far uh what i ended up having to do was taking a pill uh, every day called Lamisil. By the way, they make it in a pill form. Uh, and ran the risk of destroying my liver and getting fulminant liver failure, okay, uh, to uh, take this medication to um, to kill the toenail fungus. And I also had to have my toenail removed. And now, and, and this is one of the problems with this, is it takes about a year for your toenail to grow all the way out. 
And uh, so you really got to do something for a long, long time before you're going to see any effects. And I think that's part of the problem. Maybe some of these over-the-counter things, I did it for two, three weeks and then didn't see any effect and then quit. So I can't say for sure. All I can tell you is that there aren't any good studies out there showing that the topical over-the-counter stuff will do anything to kill toenail fungus. Go see a podiatrist. They're the experts at this stuff. Our friend Dr. Scott, who practices the traditional Chinese medicine, last time he was here, remember he said a drop of white vinegar a day every day is what he... On it, toenails? That's what he well, He's full of shit on that one. <laughs> I'm just saying. And he can't defend himself. Uh, he's not here. You are an awful human being. I, I love Scott. He's a great guy, but that's bullshit. Area code 718, you're on Weird Medicine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is this is Bobo. I want to congratulate you on your new on your new podcast. Oh my God! Hey, we got a celebrity calling in. Bobo, <laughs> no, wow. he's not a celebrity. No, I hey, love Bobo. Bobo, Bobo, dude, how are you, Bobo? I'm doing good. Cool, man. What's going on? I think I figured I'd call to congratulate you guys on the on the new podcast. Well, we thank yeah. you very much. Just keep it to yourself. What what we're doing, okay? Because I kind of blew it. On uh, announcing right. this thing a little bit ahead of time, but anyway, that's and then I'm telling right. I'm telling Bobo to keep a secret. <laughs> All right, don't worry, I will. Okay, man. Anything uh-huh. we can do for you tonight? No, that's it. Okay. All right. Well, cool, man. Thanks for calling. All right. All right. All right. You have a good day. Right. Thanks, you, Bobo. Thanks, Bobo. Bye. Give See our best Bo. to Mister Maloonigans. <laughs> Take care. Ashley has Bobo. such a crush on him. I totally love Bobo. Ashley's got him. a huge crush He's on Bobo. So sweet. <laughs> He's a good little feller. Did, were you pointing at something? Well, I thought those were ones that you needed. Oh, they to were. Answer. They were all calls that we missed. Keep calling. Yeah. That's uh, sort of. Un- okay, so I'm going to go back to the introduction to weird medicine. Okay. Under the right okay. stitches, I've got this little blob. It's almost like a little growing third nut. Oh, hello. You're on weird medicine. Stupid what can we do for again. you? Yeah, I got a question. My girlfriend's kind of adventurous, and uh, her new thing she wants me to do is she wants me to lick her ass, and I'm kind of wondering what the dangers or what could happen to me or what's the worst case scenario or if it's uh it's sanitary at all sure well it's you know it's it's absolutely not sanitary but uh very little about uh sex is yeah uh i was wondering uh i'm only 27 years old and i have this uh this like kind of growth on my right testy i'm just wondering uh my girlfriend's (laughs) into golden showers okay and she's been asking me to urinate inside of her while we're having uh, intercourse. Okay. And I'm really she's a goer. And I'm just wondering if this is uh, if there's any major concerns as far as uh, you know some sort of infection or if it yeah. can be done and then douche afterwards and that'll be fine. Are you are you otherwise healthy? Yes, absolutely. Okay, and are you diabetic? No. Okay, then uh, here's the thing: urine is sterile, very sterile. It's uh, should be normal. Very normal urine is uh, cell-free. It's just basically uh, ultrafiltration uh, byproducts of uh, you know body metabolism, and it's mostly water. It's got some other chemicals in it, and uh, you can, uh, I, I think, uh, pee freely. At Weird Medicine, it's not all listener questions. <laughs> Doctor Steve and I are comfortable. This a uh, I, I gave John the script. Oh, and had him yeah, da, 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 da. And on Weird Medicine, Doctor Steve and I talk about other stuff too. <laughs> in it, and uh, you can, uh, I, I think, uh, pee freely. 
At Weird Medicine, it's not all listener questions. Dr. Steve and I are comfortable with celebrity interviews as well. Oh, that sounded <laughs> that sounded so natural. Oh, God. God, that was horrible. Oh, you know, here's the thing. I couldn't do it any better today either. <laughs> Jesus. And no That's mic beautiful. technique in the studio either, but anyway. <laughs> Hang on. i got to hear that again. It's just basically uh, ultra filtration uh, byproducts of, uh, you know, body metabolism, and it's mostly water, it's got some other chemicals in it, and uh, you can, uh, I, I think, uh, pee freely. At Weird Medicine, it's not all listener questions. Dr. Steve and I are comfortable with celebrity Comfortable. Who says comfortable, comfortable? It's a four-syllable, four-syllable word. Comfortable. Comfortable. When you read it, absolutely. <laughs> I gotta play it one more time. So. Jesus, medicine. It's not all listener questions. Doctor Steve and I are comfortable with celebrity interviews as well. <laughs> when have we you are ever talking to Doctor Victoria Zadrock. Oh, a bunch of times. John. Bobo. Yeah, he has. So we, I sat here with him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, John. Yeah, John. John almost got Victoria Zadrock to hang up on us in the first yeah. two minutes oh, of the yeah. of the interview because uh, she didn't know who the hell we were. I mean, who did? And uh, uh, I, I introduced her. I said a couple of words in Russian, and then she said some shit back to me that I didn't understand, and that was uncomfortable. And so we're just kind of sitting there for a second, and then uh, uh, John goes, hey, you want to have a threesome? <laughs> and just dead silence. She didn't drop. Yeah, she didn't play into it or not. She was like, what? Who are these assholes? Yeah. Dude. So and I gave John one of those looks, and then we just went on, and we ended up talking to her for forty five minutes. So we yeah. got over it. We learned quickly. Yeah, well, our, that, yeah. Our first celebrity interview was Earl Douglas. <laughs> you know, I felt comfortable talking to Earl, so he was the first guest we ever had. Yeah. Uh, we were supposed to have a guest on the first show, which was Eric Sexman uh, Nagel, and we bumped him. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> it's it's and uh, Danny uh, Ross just absolutely loved that. Uh, because uh, on our very first show, on yeah. our very first show on Siri on XM Radio, mm-hmm. we bumped <laughs> Eric Nagel as our first guest. So, uh, whoever that was hung up. Oh well. So anyway, the uh, author of Doctor Z on scoring and uh, how to pick up, seduce, and hook up with hot women. I've got to say one thing, Doctor Z. Uh, you've been a great guest. I did do an IMDb search on you because I do my research on on our guests, and I I've got to ask you one thing. And you don't sound like someone that's that's shy or retiring or uh, would be embarrassed by this. Uh, you, you did bad translation of a Russian film, but actually this was uh, done since you've been in the United States. It's called Asses of Face Destruction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought this was some kind of, I thought wow. it was a Russian film and they just no. translated it poorly. <laughs> I'd be interested in the plot of that film. (laughs) Oh, God. You know what it was? It was actually, uh, you know, this fetish video. uh, You know, it's really, it doesn't have a whole lot of a plot to it, but it's the guys get, um, they get, um, uh, I'm I'm kind of playing the KGB agent who catches those guys. So there really is a plot. Well, sort of. But the bottom line is their torture is for me 
to sit on their, to smother them, to uh, to trample them or to sit on their faces till they confess. Uh, You're listening to Weird Medicine. Uh, I'm Dr. Steve with P.A. John. And uh, P.A. Jill is is somewhere around here. All right, enough of that. We've heard enough, right? Yeah. That's a good introduction to this show. We got phone calls? Yeah, we got a phone call. That's basically why I stopped that. Although, you know, uh, I don't want to uh, cut P.A. Jill's segment short. I can't remember what that was about. Do you remember? No, we can always listen to it. All right. We've got at least two hours. Right? Okay, area code 508, you're on Weird Medicine. How are we doing tonight? All right, how are you? I can't complain. I'm running out of so, beer, so we're going to be cutting this show real short, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> what can we do for you? That, it, that is a medical condition. <laughs> it's an emergency. Uh, my question tonight is, when I wake up in the middle of the night, sometimes my arm is falling asleep like yes. the whole entire arm from shoulder to hand okay what causes that well it can be a couple of things um one thing is you may be just sleeping on it funny and uh you can cut off the arterial supply to the arm by uh lying with your arm over your head that's one way that can be done and it seems like that wouldn't do anything but weirdly we're not designed to keep our arm over our head for a long time and the arterial supply to the arm will go will be cut off enough that the nerves get shut down mm-hmm. and then what will sometimes happen with people is when they finally do move the arm it's completely immobile and they have to shift their body around and the brain kind of recognizes that as wow this is not right and it'll wake you up and you'll have a numb immobile arm that then when you do move it and the blood comes back you get that crazy pins and needles effect that uh with the nerves turning back on again that lasts for a couple of minutes and then your arm goes back to normal again Um, that is exactly what happens i sleep with my arm over my head there you go that's it and somehow you've got to train yourself to not do that there is this weird thing called saturday night palsy Uh, do you want to talk about it, John? Well, I, I believe it's the, um, I can't right. remember which nerve it is. I drew it's either the like, radial or oh, the, the ulnar nerve. Which one is it? It's the radial nerve. It's a radial okay. nerve. And, um, Very good. So you can, it's been known for people that drink heavily to um, they fall, fall asleep. asleep on the arm and the radial nerve will get compressed down towards the wrist and then when they wake up and they turn their hand over with the palm facing down the wrist just drops and they're unable to wave right um or lift the uh, wrist and um it can sometimes come back sometimes it doesn't yeah it depends on how long you lay on it so you can kill the nerve that way but the thing that he's talking about is a temporary thing and uh an interesting thing is that you can rob the arm of blood supply for a long, long time, and it will uh, always recover. How long? What's the longest you guys have ever cut off blood supply to an arm to operate on it? it uh, putting a tourniquet on it? Mm-hmm. We'll leave it on for about an hour, and sometimes maybe an hour and a half. Yeah. So most. and the and it but basically if you do it for an hour and it's beeping and you're in a critical stage, you'll leave it on, but no more than you try to stop it at around an hour, hour and a right. half. So the arm can go without a blood supply for an hour, hour and a half and suffer no damage whatsoever. Right. If done properly. So yeah, that's what's going on, dude. I don't know what to tell you other than you've just got to tell your brain not to sleep that way uh, if if you want to do something about it. Otherwise, it probably ain't going to hurt you, but it's always going to wake you up and uh, 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 you know your brain will figure it out that this is a problem. I can't continue this i've got to wake this guy up and he's got to move his arm 
That's exactly what happens. But I've always slept in the same way, the same bed. Everything's been the same. So it's just died like in the last six months. So. Yeah. Well, dude, you're getting older. <laughs> what can I tell you? <laughs> Jesus. I hate that. <laughs> I know. I do too. Time is a bitch. I, I'll just start drinking more, I guess. Okay, man. <laughs> I'm not recommending that, but I'm not saying it's a bad idea. All right. We'll so see you later. My wrist will fall asleep. <laughs> That's right. All right. Thanks for calling, man. Have a good one. Okay, you too. What, what you got, We ask? have a question from Poop Helmet. Poop Helmet, And Excellent. he would like to know, he or she, would like to know what causes night sweats. It could be a she. Yeah, we uh, don't know. But it's not. <laughs> we hope not. <laughs> yeah, night sweats is, um, uh, what I'm going to tell Poop Helmet to do is to email me at weirdmedicinexm at gmail.com, and I will send him or her uh, some information on night sweats. The, the reason is that it can be caused by things that you don't have to worry about, but every once in a while it can be caused by stuff you have to worry about. And uh, that's a minority of the cases, but there is a specific workup for night sweats that doctors will do. And uh, I would, uh, if it's something that started recently and is not a normal finding for poop helmet, I would uh, recommend that poop helmet. I just can't stop saying that name. That's hilarious. Um, when you first said it, it's like that's not normal for poop helmet. <laughs> needs to uh, see his or her doctor and say, "Look, I'm having night sweats." Okay, but if he or she will email me, I'll I'll send him or her some information. Imagine it's a really hot chick. <laughs> Wait, I, I'm what, hoping what, it yeah. is. That's why I keep. Hi, I'm poop helmet. What uh, what would be some of the well, well, what would be some of the uh, non life threatening issues? Well, uh, some people with um, hormonal changes can have night sweats. Oh yeah. So uh, you know, a woman. Going through menopause, if poop helmet happens to be a woman over 51. Uh. Um, no, we don't want to know. It's more fun to not know. <laughs> okay. Um, then uh, uh, they, they, she, she could have night sweats. Um, yeah, you know, you, you, I know it's not. Of course it's not. It's a guy that's trying to say that he practices anal intercourse. That's yep. why he's called poop helmet. But we get that. So it was, um, but anyway. Uh, so I, I don't know, dude. You know, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to alarm Poop Helmet. It's probably not anything serious, but I want him to email me and I'll I know send him is. some information. You're yeah. sleeping with uh, too heavy a cover. Well, and so they're waking up in the middle of the night, <laughs> are sweating. You, yeah, are you by chance married, and your wife keeps cranking the Shut electric the blanket <laughs> way up too high? Oh, do you do that? Yeah, dude, she turns it all the way up, and then she sleeps and sweats, and then Not in her sleep, she throws it like all over on top of me. <laughs> she throws the electric blanket that's now full blast on top of me, so that she can cool off. Oh, okay. So now I wake up. You have two layers of yeah of electric blanket, even though. My side's not turned on. I we like have one of those double things. That way. But, uh, dude, it's. Ugh. Yeah, uh, electric blankets feel great when you first turn them on, and then yes. when you wake up soaked in sweat, one. they I've never suck. had one. You don't want one. You don't want one. Yeah. <laughs> but I do have to be warm to fall asleep. I cannot sleep if it's cool. Good old poop helmet. <laughs> <laughs> He's 47 and a dude. Nice. No, it's a 21-year-old chick, and I won't... Just email me. I'll send you some information. Every once in a while, we'll get one of those questions that I just need. It's better if we have a dialogue, um, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll email Poop Helmet back. So, all right. What else, What do we want to do? I had something else that I wanted to do here. 
I mean, I have another question here if you'd like to answer it. Okay. Um, it's just uh, Carla Finch is wondering if there's an update on P.A. John and P.A. Jill. Oh, whether they've um, – I don't know if John wants to answer what's the, that. What's the update? Well, you said that you were waiting um, for marriage to have intercourse, <laughs> uh, that you were waiting until uh, her cancer surgery had completely healed up because the last time you had intercourse, her bowels fell out of her vagina, and she told the story on the show, so I'm not talking out of school. And it was – we got more email about that than anything else. Most of it very good-natured. Um, saying, I hope Jill is okay. They want to know if his dick healed. Oh, okay. Very good. <laughs> just and w- came in. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's feeling just fine. And you've and- masturbated. <clears throat> we, this is the podcast audience, so they're different from the Sirius XM audience. Uh, you probably ought to give just a very Reader's a Digest um, background on what the hell you're talking about. Give us the short version on your penis. <laughs> See, that makes it worse. That makes it so much worse. I know it does. That's why I do it. Okay. Fair enough. Do it. Get it. Yep. Okay. You do the Opie Hughes uh, uh, humor uh, cascade, which is do something, and then it's not funny, and then do it again, and then keep doing it until it becomes funny. And then... Keep doing it till it's not funny, and then keep doing it until it becomes funny again. And then you've completed the Opie uh, comedy cascade. I mean, he's talked about that. It's a it's oh, a great yeah. technique, right. and you do it to you know very. You, you've just, been a good I student. I just suck at it. Anyway, I had no, dude, a circumcision. <laughs> <laughs> I had a uh, area where I had my circumcision that the skin folded over and connected. And so there was a little tunnel there, and every once in a while, skin cells that would slough off would slough. Slough. I like that word. Yeah. Slough. They would fall off, and they but they wouldn't go anywhere. They just get connected all together underneath there, and then it would kind of pooch out like a little white, hard piece of skin zit kind yeah, of. Yeah, like thing. a toenail. Yeah, eventually it ended up becoming that, and that's you what were I clipping said. toenails off your penis. Did you ever bite them yeah. off like a <clears throat> fingernail? He can't get down that far, dude. Don't worry about but it. But I can bring it up. <laughs> so anyhow, no. I ended up going because uh, Steve talked about it having that and said it's an increased risk of uh, penis cancer. And so I wanted to get that taken care of. So I did. I went and got it taken care of. So they did a And this revision. all came up because of this show. Right. It, because someone called in with that problem. And uh, I felt like a genius because it had happened to me. I'd had this mm-hmm. circumcision revision myself. And I felt I was like, oh, I'm going to show those assholes. I know the answer to this. And uh, I said, John, do you know what it is? And he went, yeah, it's probably a bad circumcision. I was like, shit. <laughs> I couldn't believe he I knew look. that. Oh, yeah. Well, I did. I thought you were smart. And then I realized you just had a screwed up dick like me. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Some pediatrician who didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. So anyway, so. I, anyway I had it, um, the little tunnel cut up and had a couple stitches placed because of some bleeders and um but since then i've had the sutures removed um the scab has come off and new fresh skin is there no tunnel no toenails growing out of the penis beautifully smooth and glistening rabbit and yank on it as hard or as soft as i want nice and it's working just fine 
That is a heartwarming tale. Can we lower the lights in here? (laughs) (laughs) I really need some sexy music for these. You really do. It's like Barry White. Yeah, I'll find something. It's the best penis I've ever had. (laughs) (laughs) And Carla, next time call in. There might be a phone call from 507. Yeah, there it is. 507 area code. You're on the air. Hey, Steve. This is Ryan in Minnesota. Or on the internet. Not really on the air. Oh, God. It's Ryan. Do you know Ryan? Yes, I do. (laughs) Hey, Greg. What's up? I got a poop question. Excellent. Um, Yeah. uh, A while back, I decided to go on a diet. And prior to my diet, I weighed about 240. And my diet consisted of all red meat, beef, potatoes, chicken wings, lots of beer, stuff like that. And uh, it was very rare where I had a solid shit. Now, I have lost about 35 pounds and... I am eating all salads, lettuce, stuff like that, and I, I shit little loaves of bread every time. Yeah. Um, I have high fiber, and usually people say that it makes you shit a lot. Yep. But I'm not kidding a lot. It's just huge. Are you doing high fiber but low carbohydrates? Yes. That's the issue right there, and I've never understood this, but it's very common complaint of people on a low-carbohydrate diet that they're that one of the main side effects is uh, constipation. And you, you're exactly right. You would think if you're eating all these green leafy vegetables uh, that you'd be shitting, uh, you know, four times a day. But it turns out that um, – uh, the body is ex- uh, the bowel for some reason works off of uh, grains and carbohydrates, and that people who shit six times a day, like certain tribesmen in um, in other continents, they eat a, a diet high in unprocessed uh, grains, like they'll eat wheat kernels whole. And these guys will shit six times a day. They never have colon cancer. But uh, you know, it's the uh, there's something about the grain and the carbohydrates that stimulates the bowel to uh, transit stuff through. Uh, and honestly, I'm just going to have to research this more because we've talked about it on this show that it is an effect. I just don't have an answer for why because I can't figure it out either. Is, um, is it sort of like the fiber needs more water content, so you're not consuming enough water? that it's not absorbing into the bowels to well, evacuate? I, I do make a point to drink a ton of water. I, I drink. I must shit. I must drink two a gallon a day. I yeah, mean, okay. I, I drink a lot of water. Yeah. Now, what you are eating in in green leafy vegetables is a lot of what's called insoluble fiber, which is fiber that um, is not, you know, is not dissolvable in water, and so it's not, it doesn't attract water as much. That may, I, I'm just wondering if that's a germ of an idea that may explain this. But uh, very common, Adkins diet people or paleo diet people get constipated like crazy. And uh, when you were eating a lot of meat and stuff before, I guarantee you, you were eating a lot more pasta and bread and stuff, and that's when you were shitting your guts out. So, uh, well, right on. Yeah. So I, you know what? Uh, I'll uh, remind me if I don't answer this question in the next few weeks. I'm going to do some research on this and try to figure out why this happens because it's been something that's been driving me crazy ever since I did low carb lifestyle, which was mm-hmm. 15 years ago. You know. So yeah, well, it's not to the point where it's like a real big deal, but you know, I was practically a virgin with the way I was before with my ass because right. it's just liquid coming out all the time. So now just a regular size shit for anybody else feels like I've given birth. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally understand. And it, it is a known effect. I don't have an answer for why it is an effect. And uh, the, the the thing is, is that that is our diet that we were designed to eat, though. 
we, we when we were living in caves or living in Tennessee in without any cities and without fast food around, what did we eat? You would eat lean animal protein. You know, you shoot a deer or something, they're all starving too. And uh, so they didn't have a lot of fat on them. And uh, uh, and green leafy vegetables. And the only time you would have carbohydrates is when berries and mm-hmm. and uh, grasses were in season. You were eating the le- the seeds off the grasses and stuff. So, um, you know, we really were designed to not eat a real high-carbohydrate diet. And uh, why that causes problems for us, I don't know. It's an interesting question, all right, thank dude. You, man. And I all I can do is verify that you're absolutely right. It's that is what's happening to you, and I'll try to figure out why in the next few weeks. And don't let Ryan bullshit you. He's no anal virgin. <laughs> you faggot. <laughs> oh, Greg. <laughs> all right. Well, let's um you know, why don't we check that thing and see if if it uh, see any time I start mumbling around like that, it means I'm playing with the equipment, trying to figure out how to make it work. Let me uh, play a little bit more. Of this. And we have with us uh, during this segment uh, Mark Riojas, who's a comic from San Antonio. Well, this was our first comedy third yes. mic. That's right. Or fourth mic, I guess. Yeah. And uh, never had another one after that. So. <laughs> Hello, right. Hello, everybody. And uh, he's a, a consumer of healthcare, or wishes that he could be. And, I, don't, I don't know. Be, believe in paying for healthcare. <laughs> That's yeah. basically. Okay. Yeah. It, so, dude, and uh, who is this? Mark Riojas. He was a he's a comic. John ran into him at at some club. I was says, in San Antonio. Hey, we're doing a radio show. You want to be on it? And, and he's like. Oh, yeah, I go to New York all the time. I said, well, why don't you come up? He was a great stand-up yeah. at this comedy club. He was a great he was guest. Like the get, he, was, he was the best guy there that night, and he was actually probably one of the funniest comedians I'd heard really? in a long time. He sounds so low energy. Well, Yeah, he was just being cool. Yeah, he yeah, doesn't he was, do radio. Oh, all right. All right. So, yeah, I figured well, he was great. I, yeah. I really enjoyed having him on there. And yeah. the fact, we've always tried to do something different, at least in the beginning we did. We kind of given that up in the last few years but um, uh, we always try to do something different for every show that we did so that one we had this comedian come in and kind of try to interact with and not sound like shitheads and we did okay with it yeah I mean, we're still not professional broadcasters. We've been doing this five years, but when you do one show a week, you're not going to become more professional. You've got to do four hours a day for 18 years, and then you might get somewhere in the area of an opium Anthony. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, even most broadcasters never get close to the quality of show they do. True. So for us to be doing a show once a week uh, and to fool ourselves into thinking we're you know, professional broadcasters. So we're not, but we are. Uh, Todd is a master barber. Uh, GVAC is whatever he is. Uh, John <laughs> is, a, told us. is a physician's assistant and a specialist in orthopedics. And I do family practice and have been for 25 years and also do hospice and palliative care. So uh, between us all, we have some expertise and we try to sound reasonably intelligent. Most of the time we fail at that, but anyway. <laughs> All right. Let me see if I've got anything else here. Hey, just want to tell you guys a story. When I was in college, uh, I was on the wrestling team. Did we play this on this show? And sorry, sounds weird. Um, we're in the shower after practice. And look over, one dude's playing with himself. We're saying, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, we did. He says, I'm 100% on this show? great, but I want to see if I can get a boner in a room full of guys. who no, sat there and jerked off. 
next thing you know, about six or seven other guys jerking off. And uh, okay, then I got to start over because we're talking like over this. Eighty percent boner is pretty weird. That's about it. Anyway, well, that was a cluster. F. What were you saying about us not being professional? And say, what the hell are you doing? He says, "I'm 100 percent straight, but I want to see if I can get a boner in a room full of guys." We sat there and jerked off. Next thing you know, about six or seven other guys jerking off, and uh, one of them was crowned champion. It's like an 88 percent boner. It's pretty weird. That's about it. So, uh, fuck, man, that's gross. So that was a circle jerk story. I'm not gay yeah. or anything is like the same thing as saying no offense, but right, let right, me right, you. yeah. Right. I'm 100 percent straight, but I measured this guy's boner to 88 percent. He didn't say 90. He, just, he said I 88. I didn't realize it was just he wasn't the only one that did it. Yeah, I didn't get the 88 percent. Yeah, the first time we listened to that, which was on the Sirius XM show, we thought just one dude got a boner and that was it. I didn't realize that six or seven other guys did it, and then they were starting jerking off, and one guy yeah. ended up winning. Yeah. There's a circle jerk. Yep. In the shower. On the I'm not gay team. or anything, but there was this glory hole. <laughs> right, and I gave it a little toot just to try it. <laughs> right. That's exactly. okay. It doesn't make you a bad make person. You, a bad you do whatever you want to do. We're right. fine with it. Exactly. Just don't lie about it. Yeah. Own it and be okay with it. It's I'm fine. with you there, brother. All right, man. Thanks always go to P.A. John, GVAC, Addictomy Todd, and Ashley. Uh, we can't forget Eric Nagel, Opie and Anthony, Ron and Fez, whose steadfast support of this show never goes unappreciated. Hope you'll join us for uh, this journey on Riotcast Radio. Uh, many thanks to our listeners whose voicemail and topic ideas make this job very easy. Go to our website at uh, weirdmedicine.com for schedules and podcasts and other crap. Um... And thanks to Rob Sprantz and uh, Bob Kelly for their support of the show, too. Until next time, check your stupid nuts for lumps, quit smoking, get off your asses, and get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next, uh, we- whatever, the next edition of Weird Medicine Podcast. Peace. A distant ship smoke on the horizon. You are.